Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allicin Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allicin, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And listen to the Nutramedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report. We have the illustrious uh, Lowell Ponte, man of many talents, uh, including uh, the latest article he has for me. <laughs> He's quite funny. Is uh, the title of the article, The Progressive Future, and of course it's the, based on the group The Who. Uh, oh, sorry, not The Who. What is it now? What's the name of that group that does the money for nothing? And uh, you got to move those refrigerators. Dire Straits, that's it. you got to money for nothing. And uh, The Progressive Future... Uh, Stockton, California is a good example of the progressive future, isn't it? So get, let's get into it. And then uh, as we get a little further down, I'm going to read this uh, ditty I wrote, which could be put to music. Probably a, a rock group, an A minor, could actually make it quite funny and uh, maybe make some money, you know, for nothing. <laughs> what a great idea. Now, in, 19, in 2012, the city of Stockton in California's Central Valley declared bankruptcy. I mean, that's what kind of shape it was and really still is in. But it is now this year about to become the first American city to experiment with what's called universal basic income. It's been studied in Finland. It's been studied in Ghana. Uh, it's been it's currently pushed by progressives all over the world as the next great future step. And what it amounts to is just giving people money, giving everybody a government income of anywhere from five hundred to thirteen hundred dollars or more every month for doing nothing at all. Why will we need it? Well, according to Elon Musk, and you remember he was behind that rocket launch this right. week that blasted a uh, like the car that went with it was supposed to be in perpetual orbit around Mars. Apparently, from what I've heard of news reports, that aspect of the uh, experiment failed. It was a good launch, but now they say the car will merely be in orbit around the sun forever, not around Mars. Oh, my. Make it be central. The, the two boosters on that rocket went back and landed on their launch pads and can be reused. The central uh, booster, however, apparently crashed in the Atlantic. And so it was not an entirely successful experiment. In any event, 
Elon Musk is among those who say we're going to need to be giving everybody a free income soon because within the next decade or two, half the jobs in America could be made obsolete by robots and by automation. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of human beings here with no job at all. And implicit in this, I will go into detail as we talk about all that this study connotes. And this idea is supported, by the way, not just by leftists, as you would expect, but also by some conservatives and libertarians, for reasons we'll get into. But the question is, do human beings need to work? You know, the book of Genesis says that... Uh, Adam, once he was cast out of Eden, where they could just pick and eat all the fruit they wanted all day long and not have to work for it, uh, that from that moment, man has had to live by the sweat of his brow. The question is, what happens to human beings when we enter a world in which humans don't need to work or do anything else anymore? That they can just sit around all day, watch television, smoke drugs, and so on, especially in a state like California, where recreational marijuana is now legal. Yeah, but you have to spell it correctly. It's not. It's W R E C K, isn't it? Recreational. Oh, indeed. That yeah. under opinion. I mean, if if you allow people to be entirely lazy, uh, they will simply, in my estimation, become biologically more and more vulnerable, weaker and weaker. And as they well, become, isn't, isn't that the point, though? That's the point, isn't it? Well, that appears to be the objective left, yes. So here's what I, what I see. Uh, the, the real objective is between toxins which are purposely put in the environment to feminize males, because all halide toxins are feminizing, right. uh, to create an economy where the state becomes a mother, I call but what's that Latin term for it? Patrias, whatever. That's where the government becomes the mama and daddy. Uh, and you see this by... In local parentis. In local parentis, okay. So in local parentis, and by the way, it's, it, it's not just the left. To some extent, the transnational corporations and the right believe the same thing. But they do a, a little different modus to get there. But all big government, both left and right, ultimately wants to be the controller of your future. And uh, this is a very dark thing because... Human beings are on the verge of life extension technology and ability to increase human intelligence naturally without transgenically upgrading human beings to make us trans robots or cyborgs. Uh, we're on the edge where government wants to push, and these agencies and globalists want to push, transhumanism, not human life extension. In fact, I had a good discussion last year with uh, Ron, uh, Dr. Ron Klaps, who founded the A4M Academy, four years ago spent a week or so in the Burj Dubai Hotel with an international conference on economic uh, forum and they were totally pushing transhumanism not life extension because they want this uh, they want a caged humanity that's transgenically interfaced with cybernetic uh, uh, supercomputers and they want us to literally disappear into the matrix to the, I call it the hello dome they, they are already telling us the cell phone companies in five to seven years they're going to hack human consciousness and you won't even have to have eyeballs or ears you literally live in a cybernetic world. In fact, there's a movie out about 20 years ago called Coma, where a lot of people decide to just go into a coma state and be in a cybernetic world for the rest of their existence and life extension hanging from wires in a large factory. I mean, people say, no, that can't happen. Of course it'll happen if you don't wake up. It's happening to some extent now. 
And it's not just uh, the left. For example, one of the things that's a side effect of the right, the, the 90% of the benefit, for example, under Trump's tax plan went to the transnational corporations, which means they're going to get bigger and more bloated and more powerful, and it's not good. It means that the small media businesses aren't being helped in this. They aren't. Okay? There is a tiny little, you know, I'm not saying it's crumbs, but most small businesses are being crushed by the expansion of the the deep state transnational corporations like Facebook, Twitter, uh, Amazon, Walmart, Jet.com, whatever. And uh, because they can provide cheaper goods or a platform, they also have absolute power over people's media. For example, Facebook has more power than the publishers 100 years ago that we thought were all-powerful, printing media. So well, this, is, this is the new Gilded Age. I mean, we now have robber barons of the new kind, and they're the people who run Facebook and Twitter and so on. Okay. I call, I call uh, Zuckerberg the face of the no such agency, because you have to understand all these people are just different branches and twigs and leaves of the transnational, transgovernmental agencies. For example, the three words that they wanted to make sure that were re- redacted or removed from the, the bulletin by Nunez was three words. They didn't want to make the statement that Steele was a longtime FBI uh, informant. And the reason is it's against the Five Eyes Treaty, which includes the United States, Canada, Britain, Australia, and New Zealand. And so we literally have an agency that, because of by the CIA rules, they can't spy on us. They use foreign nationals to spy on us and then pass the information back through this. This is part of a project that was conceived in the 1930s in Nazi Germany called the Omega Project. And its latest incarnation and in levels is Five Eyes. Mr. Steele, the reason why they want these three words retracted is because they're a violation of law that they can't recruit a foreign agent when he's an MI6 agent to work as a man of steel, I call it, <laughs> for spying on Americans. So this is really damned evil, and people have to understand, people like Zuckerberg, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, these are all just arms of this globalist uh, control matrix. And so they want to cage the human race. They want it to become relatively infertile. They want to lower, in a sense, real creative human IQ and literally plug us into the matrix so that our, our minds are just busy with playing games and doing foolish things. And they give us a salary so we don't starve to death. We live in micro-apartments that are all paid for by the state, so they cage us. Eventually, we die prematurely because they're not going to give us life extension. They only want it for the globalists. And uh, that's their whole purpose. That's what they're into, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I think The Matrix is one of the most accurate movies ever. And by the way, Elon Musk shares that belief. He has a terrible fear of artificial intelligence, an example of which we saw on the stock market this week. Yeah, let's go over that when we come back. Uh, robocalls, but I think uh, uh, Stuart Varney left at one major issue. When you had robocalls and cryptocurrencies getting into the marketplace, that's the combination that's deadly. That's the black swan, isn't it? Hawaii was away. amazing what's going on, isn't it? Uh, uh, Lowell, let's continue with your article, because what I see is a bunch of trends 
to cage mankind. And a lot of people, they, they want to attack the messenger because they don't like the message. The message is scary, isn't it? It is indeed. I did just want to add what happened to the stock market this week, which plunged at 1.1500 points in a matter of minutes. Uh, part of that, at least, was triggered by the fact that most of our trading around the world is done by computers, very, very fast computers, because making a profit or a loss can be a difference of <laughs> second in how fast a company trades. But these artificial intelligence computers have devised their own means of doing things, and they have the limitation of trying to put a slow human mind into a fast computer. So, for example, the human mind says, if such and such goes below or above a certain point, trade it right then. Okay, the computer will do that and it will set off a cascade of all the other computers in the world similarly programmed. So you can get a whole lot of strange change in a tremendous hurry. It turns out artificial intelligence also does not trade the way humans do. Artificial intelligence computers will trade if they can make two one-thousandths of a cent by trading a share of stock. Because to them, it doesn't require any particular effort or thought or implication to a wider economy. Uh, it used to be that the average share of stock in America was bought and held for two and a half years by an investor. Today, the average share of stock is held 22 seconds. Wow. And that right now, is the way yeah. the market now, I, I will listen to Stuart Verdi. He mentions similar things, but I'm going to throw a, 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 what I call a crypto, cryptonic wrench. You know, you remember how the thing that destroyed Superman only was kryptonite. Uh, how about cryptocurrencies? Uh, the amount of market share that's sliding into cryptocurrencies, even investing in stocks and bonds and commodities and so on, is becoming astronomical. Seven years ago, Bitcoin was worth seven cents a Bitcoin. Now it's around $19,000, and it's vastly gyrating, so that there's people hacking in, what we call the crypto hackers. They're also going beyond just blockchain. They have other things. For example, the NVIDIA chip. I had my computer techie out last Saturday, and he showed me sites that NVIDIA is freaking out because the cost of their NVIDIA and chips has increased 400% just since last summer because people are using NVIDIA chips to actually hack and create what's called mine cryptocurrencies. Now, People don't understand what's really going on here. The cryptocurrencies are a direct challenge to world government by banks and the national treasuries. And this battle is what I see is, is happening here. It's not just a, a robotic trading and gyrations because of the, you know, the, the, the fact the economy is growing a certain amount, 2.4 million jobs, a 2.9% increase in, in wages, which they tried to say, Jet Yellen saying that. Uh, I can see that's a little portion of it because you add that to crypto and to robotic trading, and then you've got a really bad mix that's going to cause major gyrations. Now, the problem is these things can trigger uh, other things like the bond market blowout, like you know uh, uh, the previous uh, Goldspan, uh, the, the Greenspan, the previous uh, chairman of the Fed. He's saying now bubbles, 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 because I think. Someone's running around with a hat pin at the Fed Reserve trying to pop the balloons. Now, they don't have to do it themselves. Even just mentioning, hey, we might raise the interest rates a little, added to robotic trading, added to cryptocurrencies where people are becoming crypto millionaires overnight, 
This is a very dangerous combination. I call these gray swans. They're going to become black swans this year. And here's the side effect of this. We talked about this yesterday when we had uh, Amy from Legacy Foods on. Around the world, not just in America, the velocity of credit is dropping dramatically for the small and medium businesses and the average citizen. So that means the farmers that have flocks and the farmers that plant crops are killing their flocks and not planting crops. So the food supply in the world is dropping like a rock. Now, although the stock market's been going up like a rocket because the Fed and other major banks have been pouring in money like crazy, printing money like out of style, and now they're saying, we're not going to do that anymore. And on the, top and of, Trump is on schedule to print almost trillion dollars this year to help cover the tax cuts. Right. So here's what I see coming. I don't see roses and everything this year. I see an economic blowout. I see the bond market pop and the uh, commercial real estate, which is around $15 trillion, uh, there's more than double what was in the, in the home real estate market uh, back in 2008-9, uh, blowing not because of its own direct effects, but because it's riding on this beast of Fed Reserve policy and the advance of cryptocurrencies. And I don't think even with the loss of regulations and the new tax bill that Trump put in is going to stop it. And, of course, the globalists want to push it over the edge because they have two options. Kill Trump, and I do mean kill him. They can't impeach him now. They're realizing their impeachment things are slipping through their fingers because if the economy does well and he continues policies like, for example, his policy on immigration, he's almost certainly now he's got a short stopgap uh, continuing resolution bill. He's going to tell the Senate to go nuclear. The Congress has already passed a bill for immigration. When it goes to the Senate, the only way to get it through now, because the Democrats are saying they're going to filibuster over the Dreamers. Now, this is not going to wash. And what, when, when we go nuclear, it means he will get his immigration bill in. He will get his wall done. The economy will still keep growing, even though the stock market is going to shrink because it's overheated. The average person is going to get a few hundred dollars more. In a, pardon me? When you say go nuclear, in return to democracy. <coughs> Well, instead, of allowing, yeah, instead of filibustering in they the Senate. With 51 votes, not required supermajority of 60, right. which has always been anti-democratic. Right. So when, I, when they go back to democratic, what they call nuclear, which they changed these rules years ago. I don't know why. They allowed filibuster in there to basically say this is a place where bills that arise in the Congress die in the Senate. And that needs to stop. That's ridiculous. But I, Trump's already been saying this. I think when Mitch McConnell... And the Republicans realize that if they don't pass legislation to deal with immigration and re-up the military with a two-year budget, not these stupid continuing resolutions, because our military is wilting, our infrastructure is wilting. And it's like any business. You've got to spend money to make money. If you don't rebuild the infrastructure, you don't build the wall and control immigration, if you don't rebuild our military, you can't even negotiate with North Korea or anybody else from a position of weakness. You can't. Okay, so Trump is going to basically say, I think in the next week or two, go nuclear, pass the immigration bills, to heck with DACA, we'll just give them whatever we're going to give them. And I personally don't think they should give them citizenship. They should get in line like anybody else, but they should have permanent resident status on their parents. But what I see happening is Trump is just going to say, let's return to democracy in the Senate and stop putting a place where bills die. And uh, when Trump does that, this is really dangerous to the globalists. They only have two options. Kill him. I do mean kill him or kill the economy, and that's what I see happening right now. They're trying to kill the economy. 
pushing levers, pushing buttons, pulling the like uh, Silverstein and uh, Building 7, I guess we'll just have to pull it. So they had advanced nukes and other explosives like RDX and the Building 7, like the World Trade Center towers, and they want to pull it for the economy because they don't want Trump to succeed or America. Which is basically pretty funny. It talks about uh, money for nothing. Uh, what I see happening is a very dark future that, uh, and it's not just the left. There's elements of the right and even so-called anarchists like Ron Paul that believe that this kind of is a future. Now, you have to describe first what is an economy. I mean, if you go back in the Bible, you're saying in a sense they had an economy. I also had an evil called pick fruit and live whatever. But you know, we call it they call it a pre-economy. But there's got to be an economy of intellectual property, an economy of service to each other, an economy of something in the future so that human beings don't become worthless and useless or become pets in a cyber cage where artificial intelligence and your personal digital assistant becomes your cyber god. In fact, there's even a religion now trying to resurrect and create a cybernetic superintelligence that they can worship as their proxy god instead of the most high god because they think god is too busy to be bothered with humanity. That's what these atheist, agnostics, and anti-religionists believe, believe it or not. Well, uh, well, let's go back to the fundamental that you suggest, mm-hmm. and that is what is an economy. According to the Bible, those who don't work should not eat. In fact, that was one part of the Bible that even Lenin, the founder mm-hmm. of the Soviet Union, found quite compelling. He believed also in making people produce something for whatever they got, even if it was given to by the state. But we're now entering into an era where millions and millions and millions more people will simply be given a check. See, I don't believe believe in welfare. I believe in workfare. I don't care if you're paralyzed from the neck and we have to do, you connect you by a cyber-connected halo on your head so you can connect and do something even online. Everybody should do something to feel valuable, even if you're a quadriplegic. And I think one of the problems that we see in our society, and this is where society also is genetically screening out individuals. If you go to Norway, this is uber left. There hasn't been a child born with Down syndrome in 10 years there. And they have a really bad attitude in places like Canada. When my daughter got diagnosed in utero with Down syndrome, the radiologist was just enraged that me, a fellow doctor, wouldn't go ahead and just kill my daughter in utero. And I got harassed by a geneticist so many times I had to threaten them back because I got an edge on me. If you push me too far, you're going to die. And I don't mean have a bad day. You're going to have a bad time in hell. So this geneticist was calling as early as 6.30 in the morning, 11 at night, and harassing me, browbeating me. I said, you're Jewish and I'm Hebrew. If you call me one more time, I'm going to terminate you. Is what I said to him. And I said, so don't call me. I said, my little daughter was a little descendant of, of Sarai, and Ibrahim, and she cried for these little children, including Down syndrome children. My little daughter is a, is a gem. She had two heart surgeries at six months and two and a half years. 
don't know if you met her when we were over at my home. I did. But you got to understand what's going on here. It's, it's not just Down syndrome. Do you know that they can actually select for specific gene complexes called the God complex genes to actually select to remove a polar body exclusion in a uterus or artificial embryo selection to make sure you don't have genes that will actually make you fight the state? They can create a placid form of new subhuman, in a sense, that doesn't have any desire to actually have a, an autonomous future, control your own life. Or, or if, we to make the, if we wish to make the issue something progressives might understand, they could soon identify a gene for a gay person or have other attributes. Well, a black gene, for goodness sake. I mean, this gives the state theoretical power to say, well, we regarded these genes, like for Down syndrome, as a mark of inferiority. We regard other genes, like gayness, as a mark of inferiority. And so we are going to preemptively abort all people who will grow up to be gay. Or maybe even just, or make people, everybody, basically a unisex, so that they're neither male nor female, and they have no idea for sexual activity, or even the organs for it. So people don't understand that this is a possible dark future where basically the human race becomes, in a sense, vegetized to become a vegetarian product of a cybernetic artificial uteri by, run by the state. So what they doing culturally, they would actually begin being able to do physically. To yeah, and as people say, they say to me, like, you know, I have both natural and supernatural skill sets, okay? That's a fact. And people say, well, you can't do that, Deagle. I said, look, I'll give you the equipment list. They tried to recruit me 40 years ago at UCLA to work on the World MS Tissue Brain Repository with Dr. Tortolot and the Electron Microsomology Lab. But the other project was DARPA. And they were going to what's called gene editing, which they call now, genetically engineered human female fetuses with genes like actin, myosin from jackals, etc., to create a super cyborg army of females. And they thought because if they had males, male hormone would make them more likely to bolt. So they wanted to make female super soldiers that would be cybernetically connected through non-liquid nitrogen-cooled bidirectional consciousness connected so they could see what they see, hear what they hear, connect them to battlefield matrix, to drones and robot warriors and everything. People don't understand this is not just a video game. These and monsters they are to, they trying to put them <clears throat> in PMS all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah. What they would do is, like, the, if you ever heard the Rambo chip, they actually researched this at the Tavistock Institute since 1947 in Tavistock, England, and they later succeeded at University of California, Irvine, Irvine and John Hopkins University in Baltimore, where they're doing this thing called a Rambo chip, and they actually stuck electrodes in the uh, reptilian parts of the brain to cause rage control nucleus to go kill, kill, kill. And eventually they realized from some of their scientists, and I have papers on this because I presented it, where they didn't need to stick electrodes, so you can use transcranial electromagnetic stimulation in and training certain nuclei of the brain. The cell companies are already saying publicly in five to seven years, you won't need a cell phone with a screen or an earpiece. We'll just directly interface with your cortex. Do people freaking understand how bad this is? Do they? Do they understand the left? It's not just the left, by the way. There's a version of this for the right or even for so-called anarchists like Ron Paul who may support some of the aspects of this. I don't. I believe in workfare, not welfare, like the Bible says. But everybody has a value, even my daughter, you know, helping around the house and helping with her business and being a cheerleader. Uh, the idea that you want to make the human race relatively worthless and useless and not even controlling our own destiny or our own ability to decide who to re- even reproduce with, this is disgusting and dangerous, isn't it? It is. Now, as I was saying in my column, the reason that people like Charles Murray of the American Enterprise Institute <coughs> tend to favor 
the idea of universal basic income is not that they like it in an ideal sense, but compared to the present welfare state, it would be better for this reason. Up to 81 cents of every dollar our government spends for the poor. And by the way, keep in mind, when John F. Kennedy was president, more than half of every tax dollar went for national defense. Today, more than half of every tax dollar goes for transfer payments simply taking money out of your pocket, Dr. Deagle, and mine, in order to put it into someone else's pocket the government favors more. Oh, and and a few cents, of course, Mm -hmm. for the interest on our enormous national debt. But the point is, of Charles Murray and of Milton Friedman, Richard Nixon, who tended to support this to some degree, uh, if you can eliminate the middlemen that take that 81 cents, the welfare bureaucrats, the social workers, the $100,000 a year political appointees, and so on, if you could get rid of them, then you can do a lot more for the poor. In fact, you can afford to uh, give less money to everybody that the present welfare state cost and is about to bankrupt us. In another 20 years, there will be no money for anything except transfer payments. Well, you see... I, I think you've got got a point there, but the way that it should be done is that no, you don't just transfer money. Just look at how it's ways. It's it's also it has to be basically workfare. Look at the state of California. This state, because of its attitude, has 45 percent of all the welfare victims in the entire United States of the 327 million. In a state of roughly under 40 million, has 45 percent of all the people that are poor on welfare. That's not rational. And the taxes in the state are freaking insane, aren't they? Well, well, well. let me say I have one hesitation when people say workfare. That is, I remember George W. Bush, or George H.W. Bush, pardon me, had welfare cuts. And so did Bill Clinton, for that matter. And, yeah, yeah. and what that meant in states like Wisconsin is that a guy who had been getting a welfare check is simply given a government job and a rubber stamp that lets him stamp rejected on your application for yeah, no, I, I'm not. Yeah, I don't want uh, foolish jobs like that. That's, that's way. more costly and even more troublesome, but you don't call it welfare anymore, so it's okay. Yeah, I see. I don't want that kind of rubber stamp uh, uh, workfare. I'm talking. serious stuff. But, you know, to be honest with you, um, I think if we can get Trump through the 2018 midterm elections, if the economy doesn't totally trash, which they're going to try to do, you know it, they will. Sure. But here's the, here's the thing. My guess is it's going to be kind of a mixed economy crash. You're going to see the stock market drop. You're going to see a lot of people scared out of the cryptocurrency markets. You're going to see people going into things like carrot bar coins or saving gold and silver, which is a really solid way to actually save for Because gold... One gram of gold will buy the same number of loaves of bread now as it did in 1922. So when people start to get to solid economy, like things that are more real rather than foolishness, uh, when government decides that building infrastructure is saying it's like building a business, you have to have so many machines and so many staff to make a certain product, we call the real economy rather than the cyber economy or that we call the phony economy, which has been happening for years, where the Fed is allowing companies to buy back their own stocks and 
and do all these amalgamations, which really doesn't grow the economy in sex. In many cases, it actually contracts it. Uh, and if they're going to do things like, for example, um, say, yeah, down the road we're going to have personal digital assistants and robots building more and more stuff, we need to start, you know, uh, vocational schools for technologies and jobs that aren't even invented yet. We need to start reinventing what the economy is so people have a new job in a new economy in the future rather than sitting around waiting for a check from the government that doesn't have the money. At some point, the government is going to run out of money, and what are they going to do then? Are they going to have a civil war? Are they going to have, you know, like a storming of the Bastille? Are we going to have the guillotine take out and all the leaders are going to have heads lopped off? I think that this is, in a sense, what's happening now. And i got to read this little story called The Perp Walk and see what you think of it, because I want to put to music. I think an A minor would be good, you know, like uh, Johnny Cash, you know, 16 tons, and what do you get? When FISA court has gone astray, Lady Justice has gone away. Do the perp walk. Conductor Comey at the helm, you know he will soon be overwhelmed. Do the perp walk. The Strock flies to his page, lays a plan to deceive the FISA way. Do the perp walk. Dems and Clinton pay for bull from a non-man of steel and my six foreigner on the hill. Do the perp walk. Or sings a song to his Nelly. The corrupt media has a full belly. Do the perp walk. Now you know the media's devil minions world words fly. From the screen a stream of foul lies they cry. Do the perp walk. Sessions independent counsel will opine. What judgment will just do them fine? Do the perp walk. God and Constitution judge them all. Orange is their color, imprison their own eight ball. Do the perp walk to our anthem. Make them perp walk in orange to the song, for what they did was wrong. Do the perp walk. Let our flag then be raised. Trump and company will be praised. Vindication in our courts. Do the perp walk, you rhino dems. End the scam and stream of lies. Set our course for God and country. Perp walk, the political liars band. I guess this will be their silent stand. You are just such a renaissance person. Well, I, 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 mean, I try to be a master of what I call uh, metaphorical uh, sarcasm. I have my galactic curmudgeon license. Oh, God bless. Yeah, well, you know, I find sometimes humor and poetry... And song are the only way they get through to people's consciousness because it crystallizes it into a place where you can't really escape by scamming. I couldn't believe... Uh, King David. Well, look at Chef. I mean, this guy's got a, a kind of a featureless face with these big donkey eyes. And he's standing there saying things. Like when they sent this Democratic memo to Trump, they put things in that they knew were going to have to be redacted. So they want the appearance that Trump doesn't really want to release it because they put stuff that no one's going to release because it's going to harm the uh, intel agencies. So you've got to redact them, send it back to committee. So here's Schiff, and I said, Mr. Schiff, you're full of Schiff. How's that? You realize he's planning to run for president in 2020. Well, he's, he's going to be vastly... The thing that disturbs me about democracy, though, is today, you walk down a street... And you have to understand, half the people you pass on the sidewalk are by definition going to have an IQ of 100 or less. That's the constituency of the Democratic Party. Yeah, but it's not just an IQ to do tests, because 
I was a, I'm going to call a, a puzzle guy back in middle school. And I loved undoing puzzles and untying Gordian knots. So when I measured my IQ, it was over 200. But that's just because I like puzzles. You could train anybody, I believe anybody, whether you have Down syndrome or you're subnormal, to be smart. I was, was a tutor. Remember Alexander Great untied Gordian knot. Right. Yeah, well, he untied it for probably Alexander five. Alexander Great visited Gordius in the Middle East. Uh-huh. And, he really, and he was shown the Gordian knot. And he turned to the people there who oversaw it and said, does the legend tell, uh, they, they say, whoever unties the Gordian knot will rule the world. Does it say anything about how he can or can't untie the knot? Why, no, it right. doesn't. Okay, said right. Alexander. He drew his sword and hacked the knot to pieces. Right. Well, you have to hack the knot to pieces with your intellect. But most people don't have original thought. I honestly tell, you can tell if people have original thought if there's black smoke coming out their ears and their hair's on fire. Because, to be honest with you, most people have been trained by the public media education and so-called public religion not to have an original thought or ask tough questions. I don't want to make people think of become a cult leader. I want people to just ask better questions. And if I'm 10 miles down the road, I don't care if they're only a quarter mile, just ask questions so you get a quarter mile down the road. What I see in America is people who actually have an anti-intellect. They don't just have a normal IQ. They basically have an anti-intellect. I watched uh, uh, Tarlov with Jesse Waters last night on Hannity's show. And at the end, Hannity said, TKO Tarlov. In other words... Waters, who thinks faster than, like he's like Superman, fast thinking. And he just ripped her apart. I mean, he asked her one question after another, bam, 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 like a minigun off a helicopter. And she just sat there rolling her eyes, and it's like he got more and more ridiculous. The same thing with, with Adam Schiff. This guy tries to bend things. Oh, the first guy was this guy, Papadopoulos. He was the coffee boy. He's not important. And why is Carter still running around? Because he wasn't guilty of anything. <clears throat> but they used this excuse to see if they could find enough dirt so they could ruin the election and put it in the Wicked Witch of the West to continue the same reign of, of demonic activity they have and pedophilia and all the other evils that are destroying this country and ruining our borders. You don't have a country. By the way, with our time running short, let me say, Craig Smith and I would love to give everyone in your audience absolutely free and postpaid, it won't cost you a penny, a copy of our latest book, Money, Morality, and the Machine. Uh, All you need to do is call a toll-free number, and it's yours. It will not cost you anything. 800-630-1492. This is a 250-page book. 800-630-1492. Like the year Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I take it you find find it an interesting book, right? Oh, you're you're a brilliant writer, so is Craig. Now, when he's on there with Neil Cavuti, I want want to ask you a, a question. What gray swans, which could turn black... This year, do you predict a Greg Smith predicts? Uh, you know, what, 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 what gray swans do you think are going to happen? Because this thing that happened over the weekend, literally right after the Nunez letter came out, wasn't by chance, was it? Uh, actually, it happened the same day that the new head of the Federal Reserve accepted his appointment. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and do you not see that the signal from the Federal Reserve and the signal from the globalists is like the Silverstein at the Building 7 after the World Trade Center towers fell, is I think we just have to pull it. They're no, going to pull had, it. We've had almost 10 years of free money. I mean, the Fed literally put, putting the interest rate on money to zero and letting banks and governments borrow uh, for nothing. 
So they can have all the money they want. You and I yeah, can't. But the, but the problem is you put your money in the bank, and your bank your money actually shrinks. People are actually putting deposits in the bank, and you go, whoa, I thought I put 10000 in there. It's like $9,800. What the hell happened? Yeah, think of the ordinary retirees who don't want to play in the stock market casino, who don't want to take a risk, who want their money to be secure. What can they do? Well, not a whole lot. Twiddle their thumbs they can. And, uh, you know, uh, this is the government's way of clawing back its money. I mean, this is what's horrifying. The way they clawed back Social Security, the way they're now planning to claw back other forms of money. Yeah, wow. If they were to give people a guaranteed annual income, the rich would not get to keep it. It would be clawed back from them in taxes. So the, the world, yeah. The, I don't know. You guys are getting uh, as almost as cynical as me. That's a bad sign, isn't it? Well, you you have to want something different from what we have today, and most rational people do. Oh, by the way, Judge Gonzalo Curiel will now be deciding on whether Trump can build the wall or not. This is the same judge who condemned him over Trump uh, uh, University. Why doesn't this judge recuse himself, as would be logically required? Why, why does the judge get to decide that? That's the point. They want the unelected government ruling, not a government chosen by the people. Wow. This judge, by the way, was appointed by Barack Obama. Uh, hello. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Stimulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And listen to the NutriMedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together.